to the very first podcast from the Marble Group. We're here today to try and help people decide on how to choose a kitchen worktop for their homes. And with me, I have a superstar lineup. My name is Theo Constanti. I'm the owner of the Marble Group. I have been helping people choose kitchen worktops for the last 13 years. And one of the people with me today is interior designer Molly Adams. Welcome, Molly. Hi, Theo. Really glad to be here. Well, you, you were really excited when I told you about the idea of doing a kitchen worktop podcast. What is it that, that's got you interested in this today? Well, I mean, the type of interior design that I do, I generally deal with a lot of kind of very large, very high-end commercial projects. But generally, friends and family, I get a lot, and I mean a lot of, you know, requests. They want me to, you know, help them out with their houses and things like that. And I've really noticed, you know, over the past couple of years, how much more interested people have become in the actual interior design aspect of their homes. And I think it's got something to do with, you know, we're in the age of Instagram. Instagram and Pinterest and we know that people are becoming more invested in their own home renovations it's no longer the you know the DIY project it's a real passion project for people it's it's a process that they can really pour their heart into and so what I wanted to do today was to come with Theo and and the people sitting next to me who you'll be introduced <laughs> to shortly and to just really empower people with the right information from you know the real leaders in this industry so that they can make an informed choice about you know what worktop is right for them because the worktop is really the most practical element of the kitchen. Thanks Molly, yes we're really excited to have you as well today. I mean I think the plan today is what we're going to outline the podcast is you know the different type of choices out there in terms of you know wood, concrete, laminate, steel but a real focus on stone as I think we all agree that you know it's probably the best choice. Welcoming as well our head of sales and marketing George Nicolau, really excited to have you here today as well George, welcome. Hello Theo, thanks for having me, very excited to be here. Yeah, George you want to tell the public a little bit about what you do on a day day basis and and why you you've got such good knowledge about kitchen worktops sure i've been with the marble group for the best part of 10 years now my role here with the marble group is to service kitchen showrooms across the southeast of england been looking after a best part of 200 showrooms now adding as much value as possible and supporting them with their with their processes you do a lot of kitchen designers a lot of interior designers architects people like that that are actually specifying the materials that go in people's homes Absolutely, yes. As well as the kitchen designers, we also deal with a lot of interior designers, architects, builders and, and so on. So I've got a, hopefully a lot of knowledge I can share to our <laughs> listeners today. Well, thanks for joining us, George. And last but not least, we have the lovely Sarah Monroe, who has been in the kitchen industry for a long time as well. Sarah, welcome to the first podcast from The Marble Group. Hello, thank you very much for inviting me today. Pleasure to have you here. And Sarah, you've been designing kitchens for quite a long time as well, dealing with a lot of different people and different ideas, I can imagine. And Yep, so I've had a lot of people come up to me and their main focus is their kitchens. A lot of the time they'll be designing their whole home, but the most important will be their kitchen design. All right, let's get straight into it then, guys. So I guess one of the first questions we need to talk about, or one of the first things we need to talk about is what are the options in terms of worktops so molly you know let's start with you i mean it, can you tell us a little bit about wood or concrete and why 
they would or wouldn't be or laminar or why some of those things will or would not be as good for a yeah, kitchen Yeah, definitely. So if we start with wood, I mean, it's something that's been popular over the years, definitely. It suits well with wooden interiors. If you've got wooden floors, solid oak floors or something like that, then, you know, it really keeps in style with the whole design of the house. I mean, wood has its positives and then it's negatives as well so generally it's pretty hard to upkeep so over the first week after you get it installed you have to oil the surface and pretty intricately every day for the first week then you have to do it once a week for the next month and then you have to do it once a month mm, for the remaining like of the year and then yeah if there's ever any kind of scratches because you know it really does scratch over the years scratches stains and yeah you can you can get it sanded down and then re-varnished and re-oiled. But so is that a little bit like some of the acrylics? I mean, George, you 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 speak to a lot of kitchen companies. The acrylics, I think uh, there's Corian and things like that. Are they still a popular choice? I mean, I know they were 10 years ago. They seemed a bit more of a bathroom product. What are your thoughts on? Yeah, sure. I, I guess like Molly said just now, there's pros and cons to each material. I think with materials such as uh, Corian, as you mentioned, Theo, there are pros to it. Some of their seamless finishes, etc., which is uh, what attracted people to that in the first instance. I think then they people have quickly I realized that there are cons to it with the with the scratching and the marking and the general upkeep of maintaining such a product mm. it's like an acrylic isn't it and the, the you don't quite get the right shine when you walk into a kitchen do you yeah sure and uh, I think it's suitable for some areas in property but um perhaps not for the kitchen fair enough and, and Sarah I mean laminate is, is obviously a really cost effective option you know not everyone has these fantastic budgets nowadays are people still using laminate in kitchens I find that most people that come to me have had laminate in the past I do see it is a bit dated now laminate does seem to be thicker and most people are going for thinner worktops or if they are going for a stone worktop you can have that thick effect in a different way so it is getting a bit outdated now you've got a lot of sort of quartz products available that are cost effective nowadays yeah so I think we're going to get onto the stand I think there's a couple of other things as well has anyone had much experience with concrete yes so polished concrete is something that definitely became more popular over the past few years what I will say about polished concrete is that it is very very expensive considering the material that it actually is so if you consider concrete just as a as a type of product you know very readily available you use it to build your house things like that but you know actually the process of getting it into a sheet and polished for a worktop the price is is really quite surprising for people they don't expect it to be that high whilst it is a lovely finish for industrial style houses you know kind of very very you know exposed brickwork things like that where it's really like an industrial fill. Otherwise, I, I don't think it, it really goes with too many of the popular interiors that are, you know, emerging at the moment. And personally, I don't recommend it's, it to my yeah, client. I think, I think with all of these things, I think glass as well is prone to scratching and stuff. Yeah. And people just, it's the durability factor, isn't it? They're doing their kitchen. It's got to be practical. Once every, I don't know. 10, 15, 20 years and the thought of having to upkeep a worktop with scratches and stains and I think that's why stone choices are so attractive. So without further ado, George, let's talk about some of the, the latest products available in stone. So I mean we've got marble, we've got granite, we've got quartz, we've got ceramic. Is that about right? Yeah, you pretty much uh, nailed it on the head. There, so what are the advantages and disadvantages of a 
Quartz. Yeah, Quartz Worktops in, in recent years has become very much the go-to product. A lot of what we do here at the Marble Group seems to be predominantly Quartz uh, for kitchen worktops, mainly for their durability. They're scratch-resistant, stain-proof, or stain-resistant, I should say. Very good, very good products. And they come in, in a large range of pricing, so it appeals to every sector of the market, those with different types of budgets. So typically, uh, how low could a, let's say, four or five metre kitchen worktop cost somebody? Well, it very much depends on, on the, the size of the kitchen, Theo, but um, anything from 1500s onwards. Uh, 1500 pounds, yeah? 1500 pounds. Oh, you can get a, a kitchen worktop, that, that's very, yeah, I mean, in some of the lower lower end quartzes, I can imagine, yeah? Yeah, for the entry level quartzes, you, you start from about 1500. Uh, and let's talk about brands. So, I mean, uh, uh, is the whole market seems, you know, there doesn't seem that many players, but there's about four or five main quartz brands out there, isn't there? Yeah, sure. So the, the first one that come to mind are the market leaders, brands such as Silestone and Caesarstone, been around for many, many years, great history. So where, where's Silestone? Where, where is it from? Silestone's a Spanish brand. Okay. They've been around for many, many years. I think they're the market leaders here in the UK currently. And Caesarstone you mentioned? Caesarstone, again, uh, another market leader from Israel. Again, been here in the UK for many, many years now. Uh, very popular choices. There are other choices. I mean, the other ones that come to mind are brands such as Unistone, Artscut in, in particular, those two brands. And they're popular, why? Because of the designs, the colours? Yeah, sure. Each of those brands offer an array of colours, so it appeals to, to everybody. What I find with Unistone and Artscut in particular is that they come at a slightly more affordable price. So for those clients that can't quite go for the Soulstones and Caesarstone colours, they've got similar choices, great choices, at a slightly more affordable range. So Sarah, you, you, you've been selling kitchens for, <laughs> for a long time now. What are your thoughts on some of the quartz brands? I mean, what's the difference? How about that? Is there a difference? I would say not so much in terms of the difference in the structure. Quartz is a man-made material, so it is made in the same way. But a lot of it in terms of pricing is to do with branding. So like George said, market leaders, Silestone and Caesarstone do tend to be more expensive. I saw a, I saw one with uh, Cindy Crawford sitting on a, on a worktop recently. Yeah, that? so that was part of Silestone. So they have a big marketing budget. They can reach quite a wide audience. But the product itself, I mean, I'm, you know... It's ninety three percent quartz, seven percent resin. It's they're made in these big ovens, right? And it's like baking a cake, <laughs> from what I've seen in the past. The product itself, like the actual material that goes into people's homes, is there much of a difference between the brands? No, not no. at all. No, like you said, it is like baking a cake. It's all the same ingredients, and it all comes out so the same it's more sort the of design, way. What people it is the like. design? It's the colours. So most of the throughout the different brands you'll find similar colors so let's talk about some of the popular colors out there then what are some of the popular colors that, that are going at the moment now when you're selling kitchens okay so at the moment we've got a lot of like calicata styles um so marble looking can you be specific as a type of brands and yep so soulstone calicata gold yeah. is quite a popular one we've also got arts cut calicata oro again so that's the the more bigger vein style the big gray veins that go through yeah. a nice white stone and give that real wow factor that yeah definitely you see in a the lot mountains of people, in italy <laughs> yeah a lot of people will use that as a sort of feature for their kitchen lovely and other colors guys i mean you know what are some of the nicer colors from caesar stone for example yeah caesar stone have uh, recently launched a concrete range more of an industrial range that seems to be really popular at the moment one in particular is the rugged concrete concrete as previously mentioned in, in this it's conversation it's fashionable yeah. at the moment so to have a a quartz version that offers the the, the perks that quartz offers it's, it's just a very smart option from them so 
What are the negatives of courts? What is, is there a negative? Well, the downside to courts, everything has a downside. The downside to courts is perhaps that it's not uh, heat resistant at all. So you're not able to take something straight out of the oven onto your worktop. Fantastic. Okay, so I understand. So, but a cup of tea is fine there, something hot like that, but you wouldn't be able to take it straight out of the oven, put it directly on the worktop without leaving a mark. Absolutely. Yeah, a cup of tea wouldn't, wouldn't impact that at all. Okay, which is a nice segue into some of the other materials that are available. I believe that there are materials that you can put things directly out the oven on. Molly, tell us a little bit about those. Yeah. So what we've seen kind of emerge over the last few years is a new type of product. It's called a sintered product. Now this is something that is completely non-porous and on the face, it is actually marketed as indestructible. So, you know, all the new Porsche garages have got this scented product on the outside of their buildings. I don't know if you've ever seen the black cladding outside of the Porsche garage, but that's actually all in Decton. So Decton is a brand of scented product. It's made by the same company who makes Silestone. So it's also from Spain. And with these ones, because they are screen printed, that means you can get some really, really interesting colors, some really great depth and texture that you're maybe not so able to achieve in quartz where the colors are more handmade whereas with the sintered products because they are digitally kind of relayed you can get some really really lovely very very realistic you know types of looks particularly with the Calicutta marble style products they've got some really really beautiful ones in that in that category and what are some of the best-selling brands of of the sintered stones so Decton definitely by far is the most popular and then Neolith is another one as well uh, laminum is another one you know that there's there's, not... a, there's one that breton themselves make for people out there that don't know how stone is actually made the quartz is that they're made up through a breton technology production line and breton set up one production line in each country so in spain it's silestone in portugal it's compact in you know vietnam it's unistone and like sarah said earlier they made the same and breton have their own line of ceramic stone I'm led to believe. Yes. So that stone is called Lapitec. Okay. And that one is really nice because it comes in 40 mil thick. I think it comes in a range of thick. I think it's full bodied, isn't it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's full bodied. So that means... But they can mitre it to make it 40 mil. Is that yeah, what Yeah, they mean? can mitre it to make it 40 mil. It's full bodied, meaning that you can have things like drainer grooves in it where the pattern still runs through. And, you know, it's available in a wide range of textures and finishes as well. I think each colour has about five finishes, which is something quite unique to the Lapitec brand. And George, you're in and out of the kitchen showroom. So specifically the colours, I know you mentioned, Sarah mentioned Arts Cut, Calicutta or Rowan, Silestone, Calicutta, popular colours, and you said the rugged concrete from Caesarstone. In terms of the ceramics, what are some of the best sellers out there that people are going for? Yeah, again, um, the industrial ranges seems to be really, really popular. Dexon have one called Trillium, which uh, seems to take the, the market. The best-selling stone in Europe, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It took the market by storm. It's got a lot of copper, brass-looking colours throughout, which goes well with some of the... Um, and sure, it's scratch, stain and heat resistant. So yeah, sure. Although it looks recycled, it's got all the properties to be long-lasting, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's a that's a product for the long term, so Is well worth the investment. Is there other Dectons that are good sellers? Uh, yeah, Dekton Aura. Sarah here mentioned that the... the the Calicata sort of marble effects seem to be really popular and the, air, the Aura and the Enzo in particular, again, have taken... I mean, all four of those stones, right? The Decton Aura, the Decton Enzo, the Trillium and the other one you mentioned, they're all matte, aren't they? 
that recently some shinier ones have come out, like the really polished, yeah. shiny. Fi- I mean, Sarah, have you have you seen some of those polished finishes, the the pretty ones? <laughs> yeah, so we've got some in the Decton range, which is part of their Stonica collection. So that's more of a high gloss look. So like the Bergen, the Targa, the Arga. Um, so they look really sort of natural in terms of looking like real marble. And in terms of natural stones, so granite, I mean, you know, it comes out the the mountains it comes out the ground it's you know it's it's natural phenomenon what's going on with granite i mean are people still putting it in are they buying it yeah so people still are buying granite most people would usually put granite in sort of more of a traditional style kitchen again they have a lot of wide variety of colors so we would always recommend customers to actually go and look at the stones because they will vary in tone and patterning so customers can have a preference in terms of what sort of look and they what want some to of the properties of granite that make it either popular or unpopular i mean marley mentioned that you can put something straight on the oven on the decton you can do that with granite as well yeah so decton is heat resistant and granite is too right and granite is too yeah so yeah. it's got that advantage that cause doesn't where you can put something correct with the natural stones they are a bit more porous uh, so um, they're not stain resistant so like not, the quartz and the no ceramics. um so there is um, a range called Sensor, which is actually treated granite. So it's it's made in a way that kind of like repels any sort of um, oh, so it's water got all and things properties like Properties of ceramic almost. It's scratch resistant, stain resistant, and heat resistant. Correct. And it's got the natural beauty. It's got the natural beauty. The so again, you can choose the sort of colours you want to go for. And Molly, an interior designer's preference. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it, but marble still seems to find its way on kitchen worktops in and around London. I know. You know, you can can tell people you know that it stains that it scratches that it's going to be a nightmare to upkeep that it's you know gonna look worn within a year but people just really want that natural marble in and I mean it is a stunning product particularly people you know with Italian or Spanish heritage because they do use it a lot in Spain and in Italy for kitchen worktops because you know just for different different reasons so people really do want it in their kitchen but you know it's very very expensive and it just marble is marble is yeah and it just doesn't stand the test of time you know against the general wear and tear of family life of living it's you know imagine spending a couple of thousand pounds on a kitchen worktop in marble and then having a cup of coffee on day two and leaving a stain there that's going to be there forever you'd be heartbroken honestly so you know i try and steer you know some of my clients away for it you know you can have it in other places in the home you could have it in a bathroom you could have it on your floor but you know your kitchen worktop where you're working with oils spices and you know it's just really seeing a lot of use I would tend to advise to go for one of the quartz or ceramic marble alternatives I think they are you know look just as nice and they're more practical so on that note what are some of the technical things to consider with with worktops you know such as thicknesses I know it's a question I get asked a lot of the exhibitions that we do when we're at Grand Designs or the Ideal Home Show you know people are always asking what thickness should I go for what are your thoughts on that? So most of the, you know, design work that I'm seeing now, people want the thin worktop. So 20 mil or sometimes 12 if they are going for a ceramic fit. I don't really see 12 mil in the quartz. It's mostly 20. And is that because of like the kitchen units? Aren't they all like 18 mil thick? Yeah. The doors, the carcasses and the panels are all 18 to 20 mil thick. And there's that whole feng shui thing going, you know? The- yeah. So, you know, with... 
contemporary kitchens designs is all about sleek lines about keeping everything really uniform really tight so that's why 20 mil usually fits really really nicely into those contemporary handleless modern kitchens so when would you see a 30 mil worktop for example what kitchens do they look nice when this might be a good one for you sarah so 30 mil kitchen worktops will usually be in sort of shaker style kitchens so you can have sort of different edge details on that if you're wanting to go for that more traditional look so the handmade, hand-painted shaker style, they're yeah. quite popular. Or even a normal shaker and then a 30 mil looks better or is it just a matter of taste or opinion? It is or? completely personal preference. So you will have some people that will want to stick to the traditional and then you'll have some people that are maybe trying to mix the two. So they're trying to have sort of the traditional and modern look and then they're more likely to be inclined to go for the 20 mil. In terms of the granite quartz lookings, there's, there's another brand that we didn't mention that's been really popular over the last two, three years, and that's come over from America. George, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I guess we're referring to Cambria Theory. Yeah, Cambria, yeah, Cambria, Cambria yeah. Fantastic looking colours. Uh, American brand, uh, market leader in America. Been in the UK for the last couple of years, I imagine now. They've just gone on a different road here. They've gone for the the bright, the sparkly, the the, the real show pieces and uh, it's, it's gathered a lot of attention here as well. Yeah, they sort of identified an area in the market. They're almost not after the 95%. They're just after that 5%, the, the people that want something a bit different. I've seen a lot of their colours seem to be quite loud and out there and striking, but they also have the, the colours that resemble granites, right? Yeah, they, they, like you say, they've got those in-your-face uh, beautiful pieces, but then they have got the granite-looking options, alternatives. In quartz as opposed in a to quartz, granite. So it, they look very, very natural for a quartz. They've done exceptionally well to get, to get that finish. And uh, they're obviously less porous than the granite, so popular as well, I guess. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. And all these stones easily obtainable can people see them in large formats i know a lot of people see a small sample and it's not enough for them if someone did want to go and see a large format slab of a cambria an arts cut a soul stone a caesar stone a unistone for example how would they look at a, a bigger slab well we work with a number of different suppliers up and down the country so uh, logistically it's quite easy for us to to source a supplier close to to the client perhaps so that they can easily go and see a larger slab of the material. So there is that option. And, and I guess now with modern technology, there's also super quality pictures, Molly? Yeah, so a lot of the suppliers will do very, very high resolution images of the slabs. Obviously, you know, clients you know mostly lead very very busy lives and um, during the week you know at work it's quite hard to get away from the office and, and get to a stone supplier so most of the if not all of the suppliers will be more than happy to send through a really high resolution photograph of the actual slab and then you can kind of decide if that's going to be the right stone for you so if it's difficult for you to show up physically there's always a way for you to you know be helped online thanks molly i know i did ask georgia as well what are you finding are some of the best selling stones on the market so i know that sarah mentioned the more calicata style you know marble-esque composites and whilst you know i do get a lot of requests for them they're not for everybody and they're not for every kitchen design because they are quite bold and overpowering so what i've found you know to be across the board very very popular is the more subtle marble style so arts cut bianco carrera is one and then arts cut bianco mysterio is the other and that one I would say is wildly popular ever since it came out. It's like the perfect kind of 
halfway point between the really bold marble styles and then the really subtle Carrera styles. So it's got some really defined veining in there. It's got, you know, it's still got a lot of character, but it can fit pretty seamlessly into a more simple, more minimalistic kitchen and just add, you know, a bit of oomph to it without, you know, being overbearing. And it's not something that you'll get bored of or that will go out of fashion. It's, it's really timeless and really classy and it's a personal favourite of mine. And I just find it to be, you know, really popular. So a lot of love for the marble effect stones from the panel. <laughs> Sarah, so everyone's picked their, their their stone now. They've they've chosen the colour that they want, the brand. They've done their research. They've gone online. They've, you know, they've, they've visited the stone yards and seen what they've seen. What do people people need to be aware of before they place the order for their work I mean, what, what in terms of the kitchen what needs to be prepared before uh, a stone fabrication company goes out to do a template so the kitchen units need to be completely fully fitted and the end panels in place you need to have your sink your hob your tap all on site for the template can take place um, and also in terms of like pop-up plug sockets they need to be on site as well what a lot of people don't understand is in terms of the space between the sort of sink and hob so you need to have an allowance for that as well and uh Sometimes we get to site and people put their sink in and the space for the tap on and they realise that their tap opens backwards and hit the upstand, um, which obviously can be annoying. What would you say needs to be done in terms of the kitchen for that to be resolved? So um, it's best to, to build it off the wall okay. just to avoid that from happening. Put a bit of two by four on the back wall and yeah. screw the units into that. And that will give you a bit more kitchen depth as well, I yes. believe. Yeah? Yes, it will. Yeah. Okay. And um, so all the appliances need to be on site before templating and then the customer's ready to go I guess right (laughs) and so let's talk about the process in terms of manufacturing who who wants to go well you know I could I could sit here and outline the basics but you know Theo as an owner of one of the UK's largest stone fabrication (laughs) companies I think it's best to you know fling it back to you for this one Ah, you guys are ducking this one right (laughs) (laughs) could you tell us a bit more about the process yeah so I mean you know your kitchen units are fully fixed and in place and we come out and we do what's known as a template a template is just taking the exact measurements of how the stone will be made prior to fabrication so we come out a team will come out they'll do a template they'll typically spend two to four hours on site they'll either use a laser if it's to go on one of our water jets or cnc machines or they'll use a a, a corex template and they'll they'll take an exact template of what the stone will be made of once they've made that template they bring it back to our factory and our production manager will take a look at it and check all the measurements over. The pictures of the template and the measurements are all then sent back to the customer for sign-off because we don't want to get the draining grooves on the wrong side or put the pop-up in the wrong place or anything like that. Once the customer approves that sign-off, the product will go into fabrication and we order the stone off the suppliers. We'll often stock quite a lot here at our factory if they're they're going for something. One of the good selling products that you guys have mentioned already that we do hold about 2,000 slabs here. And then the stone will go onto one of our three bridge saws. The stone is cut cut to size exactly to the measurements of the templates. Once the stone's cut, it goes through an edge polisher that polishes the side of the stone. And then you've got your pieces cut and the sides polished. After that, it needs to go onto a CNC machine or the water jet. The water jet is for cutting the ceramics. I know some people still try and cut the ceramics on bridge saws with with blades and stuff like that. But it's it's far better with the uh, 70,000 PSI water jet cutting it because it's a more cleaner cut and more accurate. 
So uh, the cutouts are done and the CNC machine will do the sink cutout and the drainer grooves. And finally, everything is hand polished and hand finished by a stonemason. And then there's a quality control process. Typically from the day we template to when we go back and fit, it's normally seven to 10 working days for the production to occur. It's all signed off and then the team will come back with the stone made to the templates they made to their home and fit the worktops. And George, as one of our, uh, well, as our sales and marketing director, you've got quite a lot to say about the way we fit worktops. I mean, we service 200 kitchen showrooms in the UK. So what is it that people are looking out for in terms of a good stone company when it comes to fitting worktops? Oh, yeah, we, we've got some uh, rather great unique selling points here at the Marble Group. We're proud of our joints, first and foremost. Uh, we, we use the state art technology to, to ensure that we get the tightest possible joints so use the seams we use the seam setters yeah they call industrial seam setters uh, which allow us to clamp the stone as tight as possible okay great so the joints so joints are a big thing aren't they in, in the industry people are often scared of a stone joint but uh, we, we get them pretty tight <laughs> and in terms of okay so customers have chosen the worktop it's been made it's been fitted i'm sure there's a sign off with a customer in terms of for our kitchen design expert how would someone approach a general redesign of their kitchen or extension, if you like. I mean, what are they... I know we're a stone company and we didn't want to make this a, a podcast about how to design a kitchen, which obviously we're not... We can't do, but obviously you can. What are the things people are looking out for before they begin their project? So I think most of the customers are more aware of sort of space. So family living is a massive thing these days. A lot of open plan, big extensions that sort of kitchen, living room trying to bring it in from the outside as well. So you do need to think about space and lighting. Some people, if they've got small kitchens, they just want to go for more sort of plainer colours. People with bigger kitchens seem to want to go for the more wow factor. Things like islands are very popular at the moment, breakfast bars, integrated seating areas into islands, such as drop-down tables, as well as even end panels on islands nowadays, just so that if you do have like bifolding doors or crittle doors or anything like that, you can sort of bring the inside out and you can see from the garden your lovely new kitchen. <laughs> I know that I said I'd ask you all this. So this is a podcast on how to decide on your perfect kitchen worktop. Sarah, what would you put in your home if you were doing a, a kitchen for yourself and what worktop would you choose and why? So I quite like the natural look. So in terms of the worktop, I preferably would go for something like a Carrara style, something that is a bit timeless, can be in keeping. I quite like wooden floors and sort of the more natural colours, the greens and things like that. So something sort of in terms of whites, but with a bit of character for me is something that so I would like. So have you a name for our listeners out there of one particular stone that you'd go for? Yeah, so I would say probably the Arts Cup Bianco Carrara for Is that me. one for you, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Molly, our interior design expert. I know you're you're always a bit no. out there. <laughs> yeah, you know that um, as an interior designer, I'm not going to have a simple design. <laughs> so for my island, I would have um, sensor Taj Mahal with a nice OG edge or something like that. So you're into the shaker style kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Um, handmade, hand paint. Yeah. And then on my worktop, I'd have something contrasting um, just to really let the island take center stage. So, so tell us about the Taj Mahal. What? What is that? So it's actually a quartzite, which is, it's, 
it's like a marble in its properties. However, and um, because it's from the Sensor range, so Sensor again is made by the same company who makes Sarstone and Decton. They put this amazing seal over the top during fabrication or when they are, you know, creating their slabs. And that seal makes it stain proof guaranteed for 15 years. And I just think that is just such a seller for me. Yeah, um, you know, it is a beautiful stone. It's got like pearlescent pieces on it. And yeah, stuff, hasn't it's it? gorgeous and i just think you know something really natural it just yeah it's it it's the you. one for me and what about you george in your home what, what what would you go for in your perfect kitchen well following following on from molly it's gonna be a little <laughs> bit underwhelming but yeah. um i've recently just done my kitchen um, okay what did you uh, go for be, being a, a young man i went for a fairly white standard kitchen walls and uh, i couldn't resist but going for the arts cut wet concrete just to give it that 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 special industrial, <laughs> industrial finish lit. yeah uh, so the arts cut's got wet concrete yeah, as well. well yeah there's concrete ranges throughout obviously we mentioned caesar stones but arts cuts one in particular just suited my taste slightly more all right guys just before we wrap up is anything else happening in the industry stonework why is any new brands people need to be aware of any new products that people need to be aware of yeah, we mentioned obviously the, the big hitters um, and we mentioned a few of the, the slightly more entry-level brands, but the one that seems to be taking everyone by storm at the moment is a brand called Aria Stone. Oh, Molly, you love Aria Stone, don't you? Yeah, so I actually <laughs> first came across this brand when I was on holiday in Greece. Okay. I obviously was looking around kitchen showrooms out there being, you know, a workaholic and I came across Aria Stone and I just thought the colours were so beautiful, so simple. Personal favourite of mine was Moon rock that i saw out there and i stone moon rock that's the name of the stone rock yeah that's the name of the stone and then when i found out that they were launching in the uk i was thrilled and so (laughs) i've just been yeah all of my left right and center all over the place so yeah i'm really excited about this one i think it's going to be a game changer thanks for that molly and thank you to our listeners out there and, um, you know, we're really excited to, to make this podcast. We realized that there was nothing out there in the world in terms of uh, a podcast on how to choose a kitchen worktop. So we're happy that this is an exclusive, a world's first from the Marble Group. For more information, you can find us on Instagram at the Marble Group, Facebook, the Marble Group. We're on Pinterest, House, you name it. Our Twitter handle is actually at Marble Group if you are a Twitter person. And we'll at, we're always at the exhibitions, the home building shows coming up in October bar 2019 we're recording this and we'll be at the kbb next march and the idol home show next march and april that'll be 2020 and grand designs of course next may a massive thank you to our panel sarah thank you very much for joining us thank you very much for having me george thank you very much as well for your for your input very much enjoyed it thank you Theo. and last but not least molly thank you so much for for everything today thank you theo it's been great i've been so happy to be here guys for more details you can find us at www.marble.co.uk thank you very much thanks for listening take care